BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My next guest has just released his second album under Rhymesayer. It's called Pookie Baby, a 15-track album that really showcases his ability as an MC and a singer. He's prof, and I want to welcome Pookie him baby. to the library with Tim Einekel. Welcome. What's up, man? Thank you It's me. So your um, so your bio reads this after spending nearly spending the early part of the 2010s having amassed a strong loyal following distributing nearly 200,000 records through your own imprint uh, Stop House you signed with um, Rhyme Sayers in 2013 what is I, I hear that I see that I read that number 200,000 as someone independently doing that and I and I imagine that's a huge number but for you what was what did you want to get out of signing with uh, any a label? I mean, Rhyme Sayers in particular. Um, I don't know, fame, fortune, money, <laughs> girls, jets, uh, hot tubs. I don't. Um, I, I, just to, I, I guess, just expand. I mean, in general, have more people hear my shit, and uh, just to be, just to see what a more quote professional, you know, what what, what another label would be, and, and to, just to understand the business a little bit better. Uh, was any ever worried that they would? I mean, I, I'm that create create creativity would be. I kind of uh, looked more harshly at, or you know, even like uh, it would limit your creativity. Or was that never a worry for you? Oh, absolutely. That's a huge worry. That was my number one worry. You know, I I, I was more of a wild man. You know, like I I didn't think I was going to fit in Ramsayers, and I already thought I already had my. You know, I was doing big numbers selling out a venue in Minneapolis with 4,000 people before right. I signed a rhyme series, you know what I mean? Right. So um, I was going into these meetings like, eh, I mean, I'll, I'll attend just to see what they have to say or, you know, and then just me and Sadiq started vibing on just what I wanted in general and was really kind of on the same page and I made sure that going in, I would have full creative control every, over everything I did and, mm-hmm. and I make sure that anywhere I go in the future and in any circumstance that I'm ever in, I want to be able to do exactly what I want creatively. Right. Cool. Uh, as mentioned in the intro, you you have this uh, this this dope ability to not just rap but also sing. Um, regarding content and writing uh, wise, what what kind of calls for a song where you sing, such as in your first album, Liability Far Out? 
versus a track that calls for spitting, such as in the same album, uh, Bar Breaker. Yeah, I guess it's just a, a feeling, you know what I mean? I think there isn't a real science to it, but I'm sure if people listen to each instrumental, they'd be able to understand why I rapped on one and why I sang on the other, you know what I mean? Um, far Out is just, I don't know, just sometimes it just it just calls for singing. Um, it's more mellow groove and bar breaker, man. I don't, you know, I wouldn't even know how to sing over that. It's so <laughs> aggressive and ferocious. It's, it, it calls for rap. Has there ever been a time in your career where you you went in writing something for a song to sing, but then it turned out to be a uh, something you should spit? Uh no. I, I usually I just make the decision like, okay, I'm singing on this one, or I'm rapping on this one, and, and it usually stays that way. I don't think I've ever changed it halfway through. You know, I've, I've, I sing a lot of choruses, rap a lot of verses. Right. That's very common. I got a, a million songs like that, but um, as far as total sing songs, I usually stay there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move to your, the latest album, uh, Pookie Baby. Um, I, you rhyme on this album, of course, as well. But I think I feel maybe I'm maybe I heard it wrong, but I feel compared to Liability in this album, you're you're singing a little bit more. Did you feel that going in, or do you feel it with this album? Um, did you want to showcase kind of your singing talents more in this album? Yeah, I mean, I would like to come up with a creative you know, genius way to say why I'm evolving into singing or whatever. But honestly, I just, I'm just starting to like it a little bit more and I'm getting better at it. And, um, you know, my voice is evolving and, um, that's about it really. Um, and I, I think I'm probably singing more on Pookie Baby than on, uh, a liability. Right. Uh, the first two tracks of the album uh, are Pookie Baby, the title track, and then the second track is Andre the Giant. And I was curious after watching the video to Andre the Giant, uh, I was curious uh, how they kind of both relate to each other, just because the way that the Andre the Giant video starts out, it starts out with the end of Pookie Baby, and then it has you yeah. you waking up to kind of like sh- you maybe shook a little bit or not, or maybe a bad dream. I wasn't sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what do you kind of yeah. what, what what are you telling the listener the relationship between Andre the Giant is to Pookie Baby? Uh, it, I just tied him in. It was a, it was a way to, um, you know, how I wake up like <laughs> in a, in, kind of in the beginning of Andre, you know, as it being some sort of a dream or something like that. And also when on that, it's basically a teaser. So when they hear Andre, they're like, "What the fuck was that first song?" And you know that that's the actual title track of the record. So it, you know, and it just increases overall cohesiveness and makes people, you know, more uh, trying to figure, want to wonder what's going on. Does, somehow get in there and navigate through the record. Is there a this Andre the Giant? Is there some sort of significance to, to uh, call it Andre the Giant for you? No, man, not really. It was just the, the chorus. I'm saying, I was like, all right, I finished the song. I'm like, what should this song be called? They said, I'm getting bigger, getting bigger, huh? I'm like, well, what's a cool, you know, what's an example of that? Andre the Giant sure fucking got bigger. So, <laughs> you know, that's just about it. Um, a lot of people. We're like, oh, he's just trying to jump on his wave on the HBO shit. And I, I got some flack from some Andre the Giant fans. Oh, really? Super stupid. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I, I finished this song like a year and a half ago, really. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, on the track Lightwork, uh, for me, it's kind of a great example of your lyrical game and your flow. Because it's a straight fire and straight spitting. I was curious, do you have a favorite verse on that track? Um... From the, off the top of my head right now, I don't even know how the track goes. Um, but no, I, I don't have a favorite verse off that track. No, 
Uh, the track uh, Be Around is another well kind of example of your vocal range for you and Ashley. Um, is this kind of based on a true story for you or is it just something that came to you? Yeah, I mean, everything I kind of rap about is somehow based loosely off of something I perceive, you know what I mean? So, but this one is when you're just in a good relationship and you, even if it's, it's basically like it's a relationship when even if you fight that you know you're going to be fine the next day right, you know what I'm saying yeah. where you just feel stable you know what I mean and some relationships I've been in you, you fight and it's like well man this might this probably won't work or you know some relationships you're like well we're going to work this out you know what I mean and be around is a thought of a relationship where you know you're just going to fucking work it out you know what I mean uh, the track prior to it Send News is also somewhat about a, about a relationship as well but what I think is kind of interesting about the track is that about three minutes into the track you totally change it up musically uh, with the music and also with your, your vocals is there what was the reason behind that wait what track are you talking about uh, I didn't send that. nudes oh yeah um, send nudes was actually uh, made in like two, pa- two parts so uh, there's a I, 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 ha- I was juggling two different beats that I really liked at the same time oh. and then I figured out that one was just really um, similar BPM to the other mm-hmm. so then we put them we just put them matched them both in um bpms and uh i'm sorry i'm, I'm getting into tour van right now <laughs> and uh i just love songs that switch up man I'm, I'm all about dynamics and everything like that so when i figured out we had two beats here which is actually three sort of beats you know right. it changes up three times dramatically in that song and uh i don't know i like it i don't like the same shit all the time <laughs> What was your main? What you? What, what main? Uh, what what take did you? What made you take on uh, kind of the authentic authenticity of artists on the track I've cooked cracked before? Um, well, what has the response been to that track, and from not just from your fans, but from fellow artists? Um, I just, uh, come, you know, getting bigger in the scene and doing festivals and meeting other rappers that are in the game and like hearing things firsthand about other rappers. Shit, it's just really, um, it's a lot of them are just really putting on a business front, like this. It, they're very, very opposite of who they say they are, and you know everybody's on on the radio right now talking about how they're cooking crack. You know, I just doubt a lot of them are. So that's kind of what the song is about. And uh, I don't know how it got super cool to, you know, I, I don't know. A lot of that shit, opioid, opioid use, and be drug users and all this kind of shit. This whole culture. I'm like, it's just a, basically a, a commentary about all that. What, what, I mean, what, when you, going into this culture, what did you, what, what did you feel your, I guess your role or your responsibility should be as an artist? You know, going into it, I didn't give a fuck. Right. And I'm still kind of don't give a fuck, but I, I see people. The bigger I get, the more people are affected by what I say, and um, I want to be able to say what I want whenever I want. You know. Mm-hmm. And I, I still do, but now I, when I say these things, there's a little bit more weight behind some some sentences or some lines here and there. I know some lines will completely affect people. You know, like I, I used to clown around on Twitter all the time, and I made a joke about like um, 
well, I have mesothelioma or something like that, right. like a commercial, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then someone with, you know, with the homies or anybody, you know, no one has it. Everything's just, everybody's just funny about it. But right. then when I have 30,000, 50,000 people follow me on Facebook or Twitter, you know, someone goes, oh man, someone replied, you know, my dad died of that. I'm so sorry you have that or something like that. And I was like, oh shit. Right. right. You know, I can't be just loosely just spitting out of my gums like, you know, I would to my friends. Right. And I, I, want, I want people to know me that close and, and to understand my humor like that. Right. So I try to make it as loose-lipped as possible and my art as loose-lipped as possible. But I know some people will be affected uh, by it in bad ways. Well, I imagine it's also this it's, uh, it's a tough balance, right? Because people, people, you have fans and people like you because of that part of your humor, right? Um, exactly. Yeah, so um, two tracks that are like, the polar opposite tracks but they're the last two tracks of the app have been um, Minneapolis and Eulogy you know Minneapolis embraces not just where you're from but also embraces and celebrates life it's been hot all summer what a sight to see I am you and you are me so can it be happy we got a right to be this city really got a hold of me I've had love I've lost love I feel strong when I start looking at my city And then Eulogy kind of confronts death. Ain't some misery the sweetest thing. I surrender, I surrender, it's all the same. I thought I had control, ain't that a shame? Would you look at the time, it's all we have. Why have those tracks back to back, and then why leave us with Eulogy as the last track? Um, I don't think those. those yeah, you, you're right; those tracks are opposite. One's about life, one's about death. But aren't, isn't that the same shit? Right. Everybody does. It's the same thing. So, you know, um, hit them back to back with it, and then Eulogy as a closer is just, I think, just perfect for a record. And it's one of my favorite songs I've ever made. And um, Eulogy. That's that's. Just even the, the definition of the word just sums up sums it up perfectly for the for the end of the record for me, um, and it just felt super good um, going out. One thing I noticed, and I think it's like I don't know if maybe I missed it, uh, but I, I I know you did on Liability, but I feel like on uh, Pookie Baby you, you didn't do that. If I feel like you on Pookie Baby you never refer to your name, Prof. Is that correct? On the on hmm. the entire album, and it just little like I noticed on liability that there was references to yourself, but then I feel like on Pookie yeah. Baby I did not hear that, and I don't know if that was a, if maybe I was maybe I missed it or maybe it was a conscious decision on your part. Damn, that's interesting. I wonder. I wonder if that's true. I don't know. Um, it wasn't uh, unconscious for sure. I think I just wasn't really concerned about that. I was just talking about other shit. Really, I don't know. Uh, you mentioned Eulogy being one of your favorite tracks. Is there a kind of a, a track or a couple of tracks on this this album, Pookie Baby, that kind of sums up what you were trying to do or your goal with this this album? I mean, they're also different, right? right? So not one can sum all of it up. It's the, the record that sums it up in itself. You know, I'm really happy about songs like Eulogy, but then I'm really happy, you know, about songs like Action. You know right. what I mean? That's just fucking crazy so you know just everything as a whole 
is just I think the record is just so dynamic and contradictive. Um, I think it's just a perfect representation of where I'm at right now. Uh, the new album is Spooky Baby. The artist, writer, uh, rapper, singer, uh, all-around talent, talented human being uh, is Prof. Uh, Prof, thank you so much for joining me in the library with Tim Einico. Hey, man, I appreciate you, man. Then I'm so quick to fight trick. Sue me. Say one of these days it'll catch up to me, trick. Police. If you're so scared, go to church or maybe go to police. <laughs> Tough as bricks, you can test my grit. I'm a big bad man. Watch your step, I can take your chick. I'm a big bad man. I duck the pigs, that's how I live. I'm a big bad man. And I'm starving. Give me some, give me some, give me some action. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.